What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. Tonight, Friday evening, December 15th, we got football on Saturday. We got three games going on tomorrow, the rest on Sunday, and the, the Monday night game between the Eagles and the Seahawks. What we're going to do in this video, we're going to hang out for the next maybe 20 to 30 minutes. I don't know how long it's going to be. I'm going to try and go quickly and get you guys the week 15 preview uh, and everything that you need to know uh, before we get the first round of the fantasy playoffs underway. So there is a link in the description that gets you guys to uh, the article that we're looking at here, and then I'll probably post it in the comments as well. Let's just hop right into it. Saturday games, we have the Minnesota Vikings at the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals picked a win by three and a half, 40 and a half implied in this one. I don't think there's any injury concerns or questions going into this one. They already ruled out Alexander Madison. Justin Jefferson's playing. I'm not sure if he's 100%, but I think, you know, the uh, the stakes right now, fantasy playoffs round one, you're playing Justin Jefferson if you have him. On the Viking side, I think Nick Mullins is an emergency QB2 option. We're not looking at him in QB1 leagues. Uh, so you're playing JJ, you're playing Hawkinson. Uh, and then the question is going to be, do you play Ty Chandler? We've seen him, you know, play well a little bit this year. Now that he's the lead back all by himself, I do think he's a low-end RB2 play. He could find his way to, you know, 15 touches or so, something like that. So I, I, I'm open to Ty Chandler. Let me know if you have questions there. I think he's going to be a top 25 back this week. Uh, maybe the Vikings defense, they have been playing well. Uh, I think the Bengals offense has been playing well. I don't know if I'm too excited about starting the, the Vikings D. I'm going to leave Jordan Addison on the bench uh, just with, you know, going to Nick Mullins, JJ's back. A lot of questions here. I think it's going to be a low volume kind of game for Jordan Addison. Sure, he can make a big play or two, but I'm not trusting the floor. Kenny Nwangwu is the backup running back to Ty Chandler. We'll keep an eye on him. And then, of course, Josh Dobbs got benched here. So overall, not too excited about the Vikings. I think J.J. and Hawkinson need to be in your lineups. Uh, and the Bengals, they, they're kind of average on defense. They do allow the most tight end points uh, right now. So it could be a nice T.J. Hawkinson day. And, hey, we've seen Nick Mullins play well with George Kittle in some tight ends in the past. Uh, on the Bengals' side, I think Jake Browning, man, he could be started as a quarterback one. I think he's a top 15 play. Again, we, we kind of trust him over these last two games. He's been playing really well. This game's in Cincinnati, uh, too. So, Jake Browning, I mean, I'd rather play Jake Browning over Tua Tagovailoa. If you have questions like that, I, I think I'm leaning Browning. You're playing Joe Mixon. You're playing Jamar Chase, who hopefully gets uh, – you know, last week was a bad game from Jamar Chase. Hopefully he finds his way to, you know, five, six, seven catches and some big plays t higgins can be a, a wide receiver three flex you know he did have a couple big catches last week maybe that continues his momentum and then if you need a desperation tight end play tanner hudson could be of use i'm open to starting this bengals defense not super in love with it but i do think the bengals are going to win this game tyler boyd on the bench and then chase brown keep an eye on him he's the guy that i want on my bench right now for the fantasy playoffs just in case anything happens to joe mixon but i think this one's coming up bengals uh i think they can uh they can continue their playoff hunt uh, moving on to the Steelers and the Colts, not super excited about this one. It's Minshew versus Trubisky. Uh, Colts picked to win by one and a half at home here, 42 and a half total implied in this game. Uh, overall, the defenses are not the best. Um, the Colts do allow uh, the 30th most running back points here, and then they're kind of average against the other position. So I do think we want to uh, attack with Najee Harris and Jalen Warren. Uh, otherwise, Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, you know, I, I'd rather play Deontay in a full PPR league. You're going to you're going to play Najee and Jalen Warren if you have them, I think. And then Pat Frymuth's a low tight end play, although, uh, you know, the Colts do allow 12 points per game to the tight end spot. That could be a nice you know opportunity for for Pat Frymuth. I think Trubisky's just a QB two for super flex leagues. 
I kind of like the Steelers offense in this one. I just think they're going to be able to run the ball and play their style of game. Uh, and obviously they have playmakers on defense here, and but they, they do allow fantasy points here. They don't allow quarterback fantasy points. So I don't love the, the spot for Minshew, but average against running back receiver and tight end. I think you're starting Zach Moss. If you have him and you're starting Michael Pittman, he's been a wide receiver one uh, pretty much all season. So I like Moss and Pittman Minshew, maybe as a QB two for super flex leagues, Cole Stevens is startable, but probably not. I think I'd rather play the Steelers defense if I had to choose one of these teams. No Jonathan Taylor, Josh Downs, Pierce, and Trey Sermon. Leave these guys all on the bench. Not super excited about this game here, but I think the Steelers, man, one, one of these teams is making the playoffs, so we'll figure it out who I think it's going to be the Steelers that prevail on the road, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Colts uh, can pull it off. Moving on to the Broncos and the Lions. I'm actually excited about this one because the Broncos have been playing some really good football, and I think they are a playoff team in the AFC at the end of it. Uh, but anyway, the Lions, four-and-a-half-point favorites, 48 total implied in this one. The Lions defense, super stout against the running back position, but, man, they give up QB points, receiver points, and tight end points. So I do like the Russell Wilson passing game this weekend. Um, so Wilson, I have him as a QB too, but I'm playing Russell Wilson over to Otega Vailoa. I think Russell Wilson versus Jake Browning is an interesting conversation. I could go either way, but I do think Wilson's probably a fringe QB one. You can play Javante Williams, even though I mentioned the, the Lions are the second best team against the running back, only about 17 points. So I think if you play Javante Williams, you're going to have lowered expectations. Hope he falls in the end zone, but maybe expect a floor of eight to 10 PPR points. You're playing Cortland Sutton if you got him. He's one of the best Bronco plays. Uh, and then Smashy Piran maybe is a deep RB2 in some deeper leagues. Maybe the Broncos defense. They've been one of the better defenses of late. Even though this one's in Detroit, I, I don't know if I want to play the Broncos defense, but I think they could be. Uh, they, the Lions have turned the ball over. They could be looking at some nice uh, opportunities there. Jerry Judy's just not happening. Marvin Mims, Adam Trotman, Jaleel McLaughlin will leave these guys on the bench. Uh, but the Lions, uh, I guess we'll have to look at the Broncos defensively here. And the Broncos are pretty good against wide receivers, but they're bad against running backs, tight ends, and they, they do allow quarterback points here. So I don't hate Jared Goff. I think he's more of a super flex QB too. Uh, you're playing Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery. The Broncos still rank dead last against the running backs here. Uh, even though they've been better in the last month or so, they're still ranking dead last. So you want to play Gibbs. You want to play Montgomery. You're playing St. Brown. And again, we, we know that's a tough matchup. And Brown has, you know, he's kind of struggled over the last few games, especially last weekend. But I think they're going to try and get him going. And then you're starting Sam Laporta. We know the Broncos are not good against tight end. So overall, I think you're starting the lines that you have. Jared Goff's really the only question in one QB leagues. Say no to that Lions defense. We'll leave Reynolds and Jamison Williams here. Jamie on Williams. We'll leave him on the bench. But Lions have not looked good the past few weeks here. They need to win this game at home to stay uh, well ahead in the NFC North and keep you know fighting for that number two or number one seed potentially. So we'll see what happens here. I think the Broncos are going to give them a chance. They're going to give them a run. I, th I bet the Broncos cover that four and a half. Uh, but that's the Saturday slate. Moving on to the Sunday early games, we're going to have to watch for the weather in some of these games here. So double check, you know, NFLweather.com to see what's going on here. But the Bears at the Browns, minus three for the Browns, 38 and a half implied in this one. Uh, on the Brown side, I think Joe Flacco is just a super flex option. I don't want to play him against the Bears defense. They've been playing really well lately. Uh, so in one QB leagues, I don't want to play Joe Flacco. I'd rather play Russ Wilson, Jake Browning, some of those other names we've talked about already. You can play Jerome Ford, but just keep in mind, Despite the Bears ranking 25th against running backs here, they've been one of the better teams limiting the running back points here. So I I, I like Jerome Ford as a low-end RB2. I don't love it. Uh, you're going to play Amari Cooper. I think he's the one receiver that I like here. And then David Njoku needs to be started as a tight end. 
maybe Elijah Moore. If you have flex questions on Elijah Moore, he has been one of the favorite targets for Joe Flacco. The Browns defense is startable, but I'm kind of hesitant here. They're missing some starters on defense, and this Bears offense is starting to wake up and put up some fantasy points here. So I'm a little bit nervous about the Browns D. I'm not going to play Kareem Hunter, Cedric Tillman. The Bears side, I think it's pretty simple. You're playing Fields if you have them. You're playing DJ Moore if you have them. And Cole Komet's been a top 10 tight end all season. Continue to play him despite the Browns' uh, tough matchup here. And then Deonta Foreman, if there's going to be one running back that I want to play, it's Deonta Foreman in this one. He did lead the team in touches last weekend in snaps. And uh, if anyone's going to fall into the end zone, it's going to be Foreman. Probably not the Bears' defense, but maybe. Joe Flacco, you know, he can't really run the ball. He's going to take sacks and, and maybe force some turnovers here. So even though I have probably not, if I'm starting a team here, I, I kind of want to start the, the Bears' defense over the Browns'. We're going to leave Mooney, Roshan, and Khalil Herbert on the bench. I think I think the Bears are going to cover the three in this one. I'm, I'm starting to get a little excited about Chicago's offense and, and their defense is playing well. Moving on to the Buccaneers and the Packers. Packers three-and-a-half home favorites here, 42-and-a-half implied in this one. Aaron Jones is a true questionable decision here. I think he's going to play, though. Um, A.J. Dillon's also in doubt. He broke his thumb uh, Monday Night Football. He might try and play, though. He was able to practice today. We'll see if he can play with a cast or something and still hold on to the ball. Dontavian Wicks is a true questionable decision with a potentially high ankle sprain. And then Christian Watson, I'm assuming he's not going to play. He's listed as doubtful, but I, I think he's more out. Um, so on the Packers side, they're playing the Buccaneers. Tampa Bay is really bad allowing passing points here. So Tampa Bay ranks 27th against the quarterback, 30th against wide receiver and 26th against tight end. So I think this is a game where you want to play Jordan Love. I'm playing Jordan Love over Tua. I'm playing Jordan Love over maybe over Browning and Russell Wilson. Uh, I think he's a top 10 play this weekend. They're going to bounce back from last uh, Monday night. So you're playing Jordan Love. I think if Aaron Jones plays, you're going to play him as a low-end RB2 play. Just, you know, he's a kind of a different player at home. Jaden Reed's the receiver I want on this team. Continue to play him. They find ways to get him the ball in the running game, and he's been playing at a high level. Romeo Dobbs I have listed twice. I don't know why, but Romeo Dobbs can be a wide receiver three flex, assuming Christian Watson will be out. And then that Packers defense is startable. I, I, I They didn't play great against the Giants, but I think they can play better against Baker Mayfield. And Baker Mayfield, has been atrocious against the Packers in his last two games at Lambeau. He played there as a Ram, awful game, and he played there as a Brown and had a terrible game. So uh, Dylan, Wicks, Tucker Craft, Watson will leave these guys on the bench. On the Buccaneers side, Baker Mayfield's just a super flex option. You're playing Rashad White, Mike Evans, and that's the end of the list for the Bucs. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Chris Godwin. He didn't really practice all week. He's going to be a true game time decision. And honestly, if, even if he plays, I don't know if we're starting Chris Godwin. He's been kind of frustrating this season. So if he does play, maybe I'd move him up to a low-end wide receiver three flex. K. Dotton, not quite sure I trust him. And then and Trey Palmer could get more use if no Godwin. So Battle of the Bays, I think the Packers take this one uh, and continue their playoff push. Texans and Titans, not excited about this game. We'll be quick with this one. Titans minus three, 37 implied in this one. The Texans are going to be missing C.J. Stroud, Nico Collins, I don't think I want anything to do with the uh, the Texans this weekend. We're going to see Davis Mills start. Basically, if you need Mills in a super flex league, sure, I get it. Dalton Schultz is really the only passing weapon that I'm even thinking about. He's going to play. He's been practicing all week, and he's cleared to go. So if you need tight end, maybe Dalton Schultz. If you need a running back, maybe Devin Singletary. I don't feel great about it. The, tech, the Titans do have one of the better running defenses. And then the lead receiver is going to be Noah Brown, but he's had two zeros in the last three weeks here. So I do not trust Noah Brown. I I just I don't trust the Texans this week with Davis Mills. I think it's going to be uh, an ugly game 
to say the least. And then as the Titans go, you're playing Derrick Henry. Like he's set up to, to mash and you're playing DeAndre Hopkins. Those are the must starts on this side. I think Will Levis is a super flex option. Chico Zia Mokonko, I, I don't hate as a tight end streamer. You know, he's been good for about nine fantasy points in PPR leagues the last couple of weeks. And then honestly, Tajay Spears has looked pretty good the last two games too. I think he's a low end RB2 play. This one's coming up all Titans for me. I'm open to starting the Titans defense this week uh and then Traylon Burks I have as a bench play but keep an eye on Traylon Burks he's back and he's healthy and he's stretching the field Titans should be able to take this one home Jets and Dolphins I want to note that the weather in this game is going to be ugly they're calling for definite rain and winds in the 25 to 30 mile per hour range so it's ugly we're also watching the health of Tyree Kill we're also watching the health of Devon Achan I I think Achan's doubtful they're listing him as questionable he got a limited practice on Friday so we'll see uh but don't know what's going on with Tyreek. Don't know. Don't know what's going on with HN. I don't think Tua Tagovailoa is a must start in a one QB league. I think he's more of a super flex play this weekend. I do think Raheem Mostert's a must start. You're playing him for sure. Uh, obviously, if no HN, that's going to make it easier to get Mostert in the lineup. If no Devon HN, maybe Jeff Wilson as a deep deep RB two play, but probably not. Uh, and then if HN plays, like I just I don't know if I trust him. He's been kind of dinged up and getting hurt the last few weeks. So for me, Mostert's the only must play on the Dolphins side. If no Tyreek, you're going to play Waddle. But again, the rain, the weather, the Jets' number one passing defense here, I'm a little concerned about the Dolphins' matchup. So let me know if you have questions on the Dolphins' side. I don't know if that was very clear. The Dolphins are still pick, uh, picked to win by nine and a half. But as you can tell, low-scoring game implied here. Uh, on the Jets side, you can start Brees Hall. I have him listed as an RB1. That's more of a full PPR status. But again, with the weather and the inability to throw the ball in this one, he might. Uh, I might lower him to an RB2. Zach Wilson's just a super flex option, a deep super flex option at that. Garrett Wilson, a wide receiver three. Maybe Tyler Conklin, a, a deep tight end streamer option if you need it. Both defenses are startable, as I think this game's going to be kind of ugly low-scoring. I'm nervous about this game. Jets at Dolphins. We'll see what happens. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, but Jets at Dolphins, that, I, I don't have a lot of good answers and vibes on this game, so let me know if you guys do have questions. Again, Jets defense is very good. Dolphins defense, it's worth a start just because we know the Jets offense isn't very good. Uh, let's move on to the Chiefs and the Patriots. The Chiefs are picked to win by 8, 37 implied in this one in New England. I think you're starting Patrick Mahomes. You're starting Travis Kelsey. Those guys are the most starts here. Uh, Rasheed Rice, I think he's earned our trust as a wide receiver three flex. You should be getting him in your lineups. And then we did see that Isaiah Pacheco is not playing in this game here. So Jack McKinnon and Clyde Edwards-Alaire both become low-end RB2 plays. CEH was able to get eight fantasy points last week without a touchdown. I think that's kind of what you're looking at again if you just need someone to get you eight to ten points as a floor. CEH is fine. If you have a little bit of risk uh, built into your lineup, Jarek McKinnon could be, you know, put out as an RB2 flex play. I'm starting the Chiefs defense with confidence. MBS and Tony, leave those guys alone. What do we do with the Patriots offense? I don't trust Bailey Zappi. Maybe as a super flex QB2 if you needed him. But otherwise, this one's all about Ezekiel Elliott. I see another 20-plus touch game coming for Zeke in this one. Uh, even though it's a tough matchup, like the Chiefs defense is good. Uh, they rank average or better in all the categories down here, but they do allow about 20 fantasy points to the running back. And hey, if the Patriots just use one running back the entire game like we saw last week, Zeke could easily put up another 20 fantasy points here. So I like Zeke. Uh, Hunter Henry maybe is a tight end, you know, streamer option. I don't hate it. He's kind of hot with Bailey Zappi. Uh, and then the one guy that I'm kind of excited about returning is Demario Douglas as the wide receiver one for this team. Don't know if I want to throw him out there in my lineup with his first game back. 
from concussion, but I do expect him to be the leading receiver uh, in this game here. Don't start the Patriots defense. I know I put maybe, but probably not, uh, even though I do think it's going to be, a you know, Chiefs offense has been struggling. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game uh, on either side here. And then we're going to leave Devontae Parker, Juju Smith-Schuster playing his old team, and then now uh, Ramondre's been ruled out, Bailey Zappi down here. So interesting game. We'll see if the Patriots can ride some momentum and keep that offense moving the ball. Um, New York Giants at the New Orleans Saints, minus six for New Orleans, 39 implied. Um, Chris Olave, he didn't practice all week. I'm concerned here. He's got an ankle injury. I don't know what to do with him because I don't, I just, I don't think he's going to play when you don't practice all week. Uh, that makes me nervous. They're lib they're leaving him the opportunity to play on Sunday. He's a game time decision. So I'm not going to have an answer. Hopefully Sunday or Saturday night, they, they let us know that Olave is expected to play or they just rule him out. That would be nice to know what's going on. Um, so questions on Olave, I think on the same side, you're playing Alvin Kamara. And uh, Derek Carr is a super flex QB2 option if you need it. Taysom Hill practicing full this week. So I, I think you're playing Taysom Hill at tight end if you have him. And then the guy that is expected back, and he said he's going to be back and he's off the injury report, it's Rashid Shahid. So there's a couple things here with Shahid. If Olave doesn't play, I think everyone's going to be looking at Rashid Shahid as the leading receiver here. And I think he's a wide receiver three flex play. Even if Chris Olave plays, He's not 100% healthy. Rashid Shahid could be nicely involved in this offense. So keep an eye on Rashid Shahid. Pick him up if you see him on your waiver wire because, hey, he, he might be someone that we need uh, for week 16 and 17. The Saints defense is startable. We'll leave Jawan Johnson on the bench. On the Giants side, I got Tommy DeVito in there as a QB2 for Superflex Leagues, but even that feels a little risky. Um, if, if you need it, I think he can be, you know, a, a 10 to 12 to 15 point play at QB. Uh, but overall, I still don't trust it. He does look good running the ball, though. Uh, Saquon Barkley, you're playing him if you have him. And then Wandale Robinson, a deep wide receiver, three flex. Maybe start the Giants defense, but probably not. Uh, and then Darren Waller uh, is expected to play. I'm not starting Darren Waller in leagues where I have him. I wouldn't want to play him in his first game back anyways. Uh, but maybe next week if he looks good in week 15 and we see some more snap counts and some data and things like that, maybe Darren Waller enters our lineups down the stretch. Uh, and then we'll leave Jalen Hyatt on the bench. So Giants. Not eliminated from the playoffs yet, and the Saints are still fighting for their lives. So some NFC playoff implications in that game somehow. Uh, <laughs> Falcons and the Panthers. Uh, Falcons minus three, 33 and a half implied in this one. I'm just going to be very simple here. The only Panther that I'm comfortable playing is Chuba Hubbard in this game. I have him as a running back one just because I think he's going to get the ball 20 to 25 times. He, I should probably list him as RB2, though. Uh, but Chuba is the only guy I want to play on the Carolina Panthers side. Adam Thielen. Maybe, but that's like a desperation wide receiver three play. I just, I do not trust this offense. The thing I do trust is for them to give Chuba Hubbard the ball. Probably not the Panthers defense. Mingo Young and Miles Sanders. I'm going to leave on the bench, but hey, just they gave Miles Sanders some, some, some run last weekend. We'll see if that continues to pick up. The Falcons are very good against running backs and receivers. So I just, I don't expect the Panthers offense to do much. So it's Chuba or bust on the Falcons side. We know that the Panthers are really bad against the running back. They're top five against QB receiver and tight end, though. So you're playing Bijan Robinson. Desmond Ritter's a desperation super flex play. Drake London had the massive game last week, and I think I want to try and find a way to get him in as my wide receiver three, but just note that it's not a great matchup. And then same for Kyle Pitts. He, he's been playing better, uh, but it's by no means a great matchup. So to me, it's Bijan versus Chuba Hubbard in this game. Start the Falcons defense. And uh, yeah, we'll see. We don't really care too much about this game. Sunday late games. I like the late slate this week. Commanders at the Rams. Rams six and a half point home favorites. 50 and a half implied in this one. And hey, Commanders coming off a bye. They ruled out Brian Robinson Jr. 
and they give up a ton of points to the QB, the wide receiver, and the running back. So Stafford, light them up, smoke them if you got them. You're playing Matthew Stafford as a top 10 QB play. I'm playing Stafford probably over Jordan Love, over Tua, over Russ, over Browning. Stafford might be top five this week. I think he's a top 10 play. Great QB one option for you this weekend. So Stafford's in your lineup. And with that being said, Kieran, Cooper Cup, Nakua, play these guys. This is a dream matchup. First round of the fantasy playoffs. You want your Rams in your lineup. Maybe even start the Rams defense. We know the commanders, you know, Sam Howell gets sacked. He turns the ball over. Could lead to some nice things on the Rams defensive side. Higby's going to play. I don't trust it. Robinson, Demarcus Robinson's caught two touchdowns in a row. Tutu Atwell, not sure if he's going to play with a concussion. Uh, but overall, I trust the guys that we've talked about already. Commander side, I think you can play Sam Howell as a fringe QB1. I think he's right there in the mix with, with Jordan Love and Russell Wilson and those guys here. So I think he's a top 10, top 12 QB. You're playing Antonio Gibson if you got him. You know, we've been patient with Gibson and hey, Brian Robinson's missing his first game of the season. Gibson's going to probably get 12 to 15 touches in this game. And we know he's explosive. We know he's a pass catcher. I think full PPR. I'm putting Gibson in my lineup. Uh, McLaurin, you got to try and find a way to get him in your lineup. You know, he hasn't been great this year, but he's still a wide receiver three. Logan Thomas, slightly interested in him as a tight end. Um, Rams are not good against tight end. They allow 14 and a half points per game to the tight end position. Uh, and then just the nature of this game, 15 and a half points implied. That means the commanders are going to have to, you know, play keep up and throw in the second half here. So Curtis Samuel, wide receiver three flex and same with Jahan Dotson. I, in terms of how I'm feeling about the, the receivers here, I think McLaurin and Samuel are startable. Dotson's more of a desperation wide receiver three flex. And then say no to the commander's defense. Keep an eye on Chris Rodriguez, man. If, if he looks good in this game and, and Brian Robinson's not healthy, maybe next week they continue to use C-Rod and Gibson. But uh, Rams, man, they they put up a fight against Baltimore. They couldn't pull it off. They're right in the NFC playoff race. Looking forward to that game. We'll be quick about this one. 49ers at the Cardinals. 49ers, 12-point favorites, 47.5 implied. They did rule out Elijah Mitchell and... You know who you're starting on the 49ers. You're starting Brock Purdy, CMC, Debo, Ayuk, and then if you have Kittle, you're starting him. It's one of the easiest teams to navigate for fantasy. If you got him, you're playing him. They're 12-point favorites on the road here. We might see Jordan Mason get some run at some point in this game here. So I do think with Mitchell ruled out, Mason is worth babysitting over the weekend on your bench. Uh, on the Cardinals side, it's a tough matchup. They're coming off a bye, so they're fresh. It's at home. I like that part. Uh, so Kyler Murray, he's more of a QB two for Superflex for me. I, I, I'll, pro I'll probably I'll probably play Kyler Murray over to Otago Bailoa. I'll probably play Kyler. I'll put Kyler right next to like the Russ Wilson, Jake Browning tier, where he's probably a top twelve to fifteen QB. Uh, but again, it's a tough matchup here. James Connor's just a low end RB two play. I don't feel great about it. Trey McBride's the one play that I like on this team here, just because I think he's going to be very targeted. Uh, and he's going to leave the team in targets, receptions, and maybe even yards. I don't trust Marquise Brown coming back from a heel injury. He did have a full bye week to heal, but he missed some practice this weekend, and I, I think he's just out of my circle of trust right now. I'd rather, you know, try somebody else that uh, is healthy. So to me, he's a low-end wide receiver three flex play. Tough matchup. Say no to the Cardinals defense, and then we'll see about Michael Wilson coming back. Again, Brown and Wilson are both questionable in this one. They missed practice and got some limited days in on Friday. But uh, Rondell Moore, Michael Carter, worth monitoring on the, the waiver wire bench here. But not a great game. Cardinals hosting the 49ers. I think the 49ers are on a mission here. Is this the game of the week? Cowboys at the Buffalo Bills. Bills two-point favorites, 15.5 implied. You want everybody in this one. Uh, as far as uh, the defenses go, I don't really care how good the defenses are. I want to play my fantasy players. You're playing Dak. You're playing Pollard. You're playing CD. 
I think Jake Ferguson's been so good to us the last month. I think he's kind of locked in as a tight end, you know, top 10 tight end right now. And then Brandon Cooks is questionable with an illness. I think he's going to play. I got a lot of Brandon Cooks questions throughout the week. I want to lean towards getting him in here in a high point total matchup and a tough one on the road here. I think Cooks could be busy. Uh, the Cowboys defense is startable. Gallup and Dowdle will leave on the bench. Uh, as far as the Bills go, you're playing Josh Allen, James Cook, and Stephon Diggs. Dalton Kincaid's label is questionable in this one. I still think he's, you know, now that Knox is back, he's not as uh, not as strong of a tight end play. Uh, I might prefer to play, you know, there's some other tight ends I might prefer to play uh, over Dalton Kincaid. Like Taysom Hill, I might play Taysom Hill. You know, I might play something like that. Uh, but he's a low-end tight end one option. Probably not the Bills defense. I'm not playing Gabe Davis. I just don't trust him. I don't want to zero on my team first week of the fantasy playoffs. Shakir, Dawson Knox, will leave these guys here on the bench. So stick with the guys that you trust. Fun game here. Cowboys at the Bills. I think the Cowboys cover that two points. If, if they win the game, it, it could be, you know, by a couple points here. But I'm going to take the Cowboys two plus two in this one. And, uh, hey, even if they lose by one, you know, you're still covered here. So fun, exciting game. Bills need to keep winning to keep their playoff hopes alive. And here we go. Sunday Night Football, the Ravens at Jacksonville. Ravens, three-and-a-half-point favorites, 42-and-a-half implied in this one. I don't really want to mess with the Ravens' defense. They're number one against QB. They're top ten against running backs and tight ends, and they are about average against receiver here. So it's a tough matchup for the Jags. I think Trevor Lawrence is not a QB1 this week. I think he's more of a QB2 for Superflex Leagues. You're playing Travis Etienne if you have him, and you're playing Evan Ingram. He's been money the last two games now that Christian Kirk's been out of the offense. So you're playing EE, you're playing Etienne, uh, and then Calvin Ridley, Zay Jones. I don't know what to do with these guys. They're both kind of low-end wide receiver three plays. Uh, again, it's a tough matchup here going up against Baltimore. Let me know if you have questions on those two. If I'm playing one, it's probably Calvin Ridley, but Zay Jones, uh, I know he's questionable going in this one. I think he's going to play. Slightly concerned about the Jags. Throwing the ball. Say no to the Jags defense. Parker Washington, Dearness Johnson leave on the bench. The Ravens are very simple. You're playing Lamar. You're playing Zay Flowers. Like, I'm getting a lot of questions with Zay Flowers, and I'm like, no, you're playing Zay Flowers this week. He's been hot. He is the number one receiver on this team. Uh, likely been playing good the last couple games here, too. I think he's a tight end streamer option. I'd rather play Zay likely over um, Dalton Kincaid. That's another option for you. Um, Beckham making plays. He's a wide receiver three flex. I think Keaton Mitchell also a low-end RB2 flex play. So I, I want to get the Ravens in here. I don't trust this Jags defense. They are pretty – like they're they're terrible against QB, wide receiver, and tight end. I think the Ravens roll in this one. I think they're going to cover that three and a half even though it's on the road. Start that Ravens defense. I'm going to leave Gus, Rashad, and Aguilar on the bench. Uh, you never know, but I just – Fantasy playoffs, I'm going to play the players that I trust. And uh, Keaton Mitchell, he might be one of those guys. I think he's going to get the ball 10 to 12 times in this one and maybe burst a big play or two. And then we have the nightcap here, Monday Night Football, Eagles at Seattle. Geno Smith is trending towards playing, so I'm going to assume, you know, I'm recording this Friday night, I'm assuming Geno Smith's playing. If he's playing, he's a QB2 for Superflex, and he might even be a QB1 streamer, uh, top 10 QB played. It's not too long ago we saw him light up the Dallas Cowboys. Obviously, he missed last weekend, but this is the best matchup on paper here as the Eagles allow the most fantasy points to QB and wide receiver. So even if it's Drew Locke or Geno Smith, Drew Locke is a Superflex QB too. Um, you're playing DK Metcalf. I think you're playing Tyler Lockett. 
I know he hasn't been great, but it's the best matchup that they're going to get the rest of the way. And then JSN, maybe he's a deep wide receiver three flex streamer if you need it. I think I'm nervous about Kenneth Walker. I'm still going to leave him in here as a running back too. Saying no to the Seahawks defense, probably not going to play Charbonnet. Let me know if you have Seahawks questions. I, I think they're going to have to throw the ball in this one. doesn't matter if it's Locker or Smith. I want to get the Seahawks receivers in my lineups. And then the Eagles, they're very similar to the 49ers. You know who you're playing. You're playing everybody. Hurts, Swift, Brown, Devonta, Dallas Goddard. I want these guys in my lineups. And hopefully this is the game that kind of helps uh, unlock this, the Eagles and get them back on track as an elite offense. So uh, say no. I'm probably going to say no to the Eagles defense. I think they're, I think, I don't think they're good. You know, I think the Seahawks can put up some points in this one and it, the Eagles are only three point favorites. Seattle's going to Seattle's playing for their lives here on the line. So don't count them out. Fun game on Monday night football, but uh, there it is. Week 15 start sit ready to go for you guys. Let me know if you have questions in the comments, you guys can always, Reach out to me on the, the you know YouTube comments or Twitter, TikTok, the Discord, whatever. There's links in the description for that. But uh, either way, thank you for your time. Good luck. I will see you guys uh, Sunday morning, 10.30 a.m. Central Time. We'll go live and get you guys the, the actives and actives and any questions you guys have before the game starts. So enjoy it. We'll see you guys then. Peace. Mm -hmm.